Good afternoon, Patriots, and it is Tuesday, May 3rd in the year 2022. And I'll tell you what, if you ever thought you were going to strike the demons and watch them flow out of people like never before, <laughs> attack Roe v. Wade and watch what happens. This is glorious. I'll tell you right now, I've never seen so many triggered liberals in my life. And it's wonderful. I'm just, I'm literally like want to kick back and grab a soda and just like, okay. Okay, what's next? It's going to be wonderful. It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. A wonderful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine without Roe v. Wade? Ha ha. <laughs> it's coming. Oh my goodness, the pain is only just beginning. Beginning. Hey, before we begin, Mike Lindell and MyPillow right now are offering one of the greatest sales that we've ever seen on MyPillow.com. And that's buy one, get one free. And if you have any need for things, which you should have lots of because you want to have great sleep products to help you sleep well and just the, the experience of getting up in the morning and feeling good, MyPillow has incredible savings going on right now. Let me just give you an example of a couple of these savings. The classic premium MyPillows, they are literally buy one, get one free with your promo code. What's your promo code? BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Also, you've got my pillow sheets. Buy one get one free. Six piece towel sets. Buy one get one free. Roll and go my pillows. Those are cool as heck. Buy one get one free. Couch pillows. Buy one get one free. Even the children's Bible story pillowcases. Buy one get one free. These are awesome, and they they have a whole collection of Bible story collection throw pillows. Buy one get one free. And they've even got the MyPillow Elegance, which is really a top-notch pillow, by the way. Buy one, get one free. Throw blankets, buy one, get one free. Waffle blankets, buy one, get one free. Man, I'm telling you, it's like all over the place. So head on over to MyPillow.com. Check it out. This is a buy one, get one free extravaganza. You don't want to miss out. So if you head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S, and then cruise on over, and if you want to talk to a real person, you can call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. It's a party at my pillow. So head on over. And timing is just perfect. Celebrating buy one, get one free as we wipe out Roe v. Wade. <laughs> so you're going to need pillows anyway because this is such a wonderful moment. You're going to have to get comfy while you watch the liberal left unwind and come completely unhinged and there's no bet nothing better to do than throw your head on a my pillow throw your feet up and go wow the show is just about to begin so anyway you got it patriots mypillow.com our landing page is mypillow.com forward slash bards promo code is bards b-a-r-d-s check it out oh my goodness there is so much to cover and it's so luscious let's start with one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorites this is elizabeth warren i think I think she's troubled. I think she's troubled. Set and determined. The United States Congress can keep Roe versus Wade the law of the land. They just need to do it. I, I've never seen you so angry. You seem to be. This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day for decades. Yes. They have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices. Better than grooming. So they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want. 69% eh, of people across this country, a 
across this country, red states and blue states, old people and young people want Roe versus Wade to maintain we as the law of the children. land. We, we need to do no, And we have a right. We've heard enough from the extremists. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm really trying to figure out what's more extreme, like saving life or butchering a child in a womb. Not quite sure how that works, but anyway, we know how that works, right? These people are crazy, and they've become accustomed to this me culture, this worship of me that anything goes, that it doesn't matter. But here, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it at every show tonight. And I know I'm going to irritate somebody, and I'm happy I am. So here it is. Women, starting with women. If you have a problem and you think that you shouldn't get an, you want to have the right for abortion, how about you start with this? Don't spread your legs. Men, number two, keep it in your pants. It's really pretty simple. That is it. So if you just follow those two rules, rules you don't ever have a problem of abortion. That's called personal accountability and responsibility. And it works on both sides of the fence. So get over it. I just cannot stand these people that it's just like, I have to do what I have to do. And it's like, okay. But here's my answer. If you can abort a child that freely, we can abort you. It's that simple. There's no distinction in life, apparently, because now children go as far as 24 months now in some in New York, I think it is. So, all right. You know, how far much how much farther do you want this to go? This is crazy. So the left has got a problem. And here's the core of that entire problem. The left's identity. I've been saying this for months and you know it. And it's proving true. Their identity is based on sexuality. And what they're most triggered about right now is they can't have sex the way they want it, and they have to be accountable for the outcomes. And when you take that away, the demon comes rolling out of them, and the demons are flying. And let us not forget that every single child that is aborted is part of an industrialized process of worship and sacrifice to Baal, Moloch, or Baphomet. The fools over here that are screaming for this have no idea what they're talking about, or they're just hand puppets of, of Lucifer himself. But abortion, the abortion industry was 100% about sacrifice from the beginning and wiping out certain segments of the population, which we'll get into after our prayer. But I'm telling you, I have no mercy. And I'm not going to, if you can't keep it in your pants, guys and women, if you can't keep your legs together, then you're going to have a child. That's the way it goes. That's called nature, the way it goes. Own it. Accept it. Be responsible. All right, patriots. Time to pray. Here we go. Father, we come to you today and just want to thank you for the miracle of birth. We want to thank you for the miracle of what you've given us, the creation that's within us that we share, man and woman. We want to thank you for that gloriful moment. And we want to openly, Father, we're going to come to you not with a pitiful hearts, but with condemning hearts today. For those that are absolutely trying to justify the murder of innocent children that have no voice. So, Father, it's, there's no, that's evil, purely evil. And this is not something that can be accepted. You've given us a body. It's our temple. It is ours to, to nurture, ours to build and grow. Hopefully, you're not growing it with donuts. But to grow and build and make it strong. And this is a 
a body and a temple that we have to worship. And Father, what we have seen here and just unbelievably are the people that are so distorted, have no accountability, no responsibility, that they just think that they can wantonly do whatever they want, that having a child is an inconvenience. So, Father, there's a simple simple prayer. If such an inconvenience is theirs, if they that's out is if that is how they see it, then Father, we just pray that their ability to have children be taken away. Because if you can't accept that in your life that it's a gift, then let us not have innocent children be put to the murder as they want to be done. It is time for us to stand up and be strong. And right now we also pray for the Supreme Court justices to hold that line and not be intimidated by this recklessness that's happened in an attempt to derail a process of undoing one of evil's greatest tools to take the birth of a child and be able to sacrifice it with the free will of its parent. It's sickness. It's absolute sickness. So, Father, we pray for the strengthening of of fertility. We pray for the strengthening of the resolve to build families. We pray for the strengthening of our resolve to stand up to this evil and not to let this continue. A world where we openly condemn pornography and yet openly celebrate or accept abortion cannot exist. Life is precious, and we know that. And we're dealing with a pure evil that seeks to make life a choice, random. These people are so lost. Father, we just hope that you can open their hearts to realize that they would not exist if their parents made a choice that they're making. This isn't about their wants. It's about the responsibility of what it is to be in this world. So tragic that just so many are lost. And there's... There needs to be a heavy hand, Father. And perhaps the Roe versus Wade, the destruction of this, and we pray that it is removed. But as we know, this isn't this is just the beginning of a long, long drawn out debate and fight for that matter. They're not removing Roe versus Wade. They're throwing it back to our states to decide where each of us live. So we pray for the resolution of each person to wake up, stand strong, and know that this is not right. We cannot accept the wanton destruction and abortion of babies, which leads to insidious things. It affects the pharmaceutical industry. It affects the food flavoring industry. It affects the research industry, all because they're using fetal parts through all of these industries. It's disgusting. So, Father, we just pray for, absolutely pray for the justice that needs to come on this. And as a, and as a country and as a world, But especially in our country, since this is a task, there are many, many sins that we carry for this. So we forgive us. Forgive us for this horrific practice that's been allowed to persist. And we pray for mercy for this nation because we have been a destruction mill in this nation, destroying life. Destroying life faster than we can create it. What a sadness. Father, we need now the warriors in Christ to stand. So we pray for the hearts that are strong, the spines that are strong, to stand up to this and continue with the march forward to make sure that we continue to crush this practice of sacrifice 
to Baal, Moloch, Baphomet, with the sacrifice of children. We need to create an awakening in the hearts to re- revive the beauty and the preciousness of life. No other species does this but us. And it's, it's disturbing to say the least, horrific when in practice. Again, forgive us, Father. Forgive us as a nation for what we've become. So morally bankrupt. Youth so lost and wandering. And much of that now rests with us to awaken these young people to the, res- to the awareness of what, is, what it is to be alive, what it is to be precious with life, what it is to love Jesus. So these opportunities that arise, Father, allow us the opportunity to engage with this youth and to awaken their hearts. But this now is a point of accountability and responsibility. Each one of us has that accountability and responsibility. When we come together and when we take the responsibility in the acts of creating life, it is not an act of simple pleasure. It's an act of responsibility. Let us all carry that with us. And not just responsibility, but the gift of being able to create life. Forgive us. We pray for mercy, guide us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I'll tell you, I want you to hear this piece. This is very interesting. Here's some of the direct impacts of abortion. Don't want the word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. On December 10, 1939, Planned Parenthood founder Margaret Sanger wrote a letter to Dr. Clarence J. Gamble in which he said that eliminating blacks was one of their goals, but they needed a front man to sell it. And the minister is the man who can straighten out that idea. Margaret Sanger is reputed to have made covenants and recruiting agreements with black clergy in times past. So there's a real problem there where there's an aggressive I have to use very strong language to describe it because I think it's racial genocide, meaning that a group of people say, we want to wipe out as many of these other people as we can. There is a book called uh, Freakonomics. If you get a chance, you can get it on audio. It's a fantastic book. It's a great way of thinking. And these guys are super, super good researchers. Freakonomics. And I bring it up because in the book, they go through New York's reduced crime rate. And it's really distorted because they go through, I think it was Mayor, no, that's Daly was Chicago. So I don't remember the mayor at the time. But they went through what was called a broken window policy. And and this is back in the 80s, 70s and 80s, when New York just was rampant with crime, kind of like it is today. But they they decided to clean up the city. So as they cleaned up the city, they did this concept of, broken window policy, and then they had this issue of of a stop and check your, it was like a stop and frisk, I think was, a, was the policy. And basically, the two together, if a building had a broken window, they'd be served a, a fine in a certain amount of time that they had to fix it. Because the principle was if, if buildings looked abandoned, it would attract people and attract crime because people would see them as abandoned. And then the other part was if they could stop somebody with any infraction, be it a burnout taillight or whatever, 
they began to run the driver's license and they were sweeping people up left and right for outstanding warrants. So they would say they used this as an indicator to say, look how successful our program was. Here's the dark side of it. And this is why I tell you to listen to it because I'm not going to give you the whole argument, but it's in the book Freakonomics. When these guys did the actual economic analysis and they do a social economic analysis, which is really something I, I do that a lot and that's why I like their work so much. Their social economic analysis came down to this simple fact. All those other issues were ancillary to the one factor that, re, that caused a reduction in crime. It was a reduction in population in the poorest sections of the city, which were black sections caused by abortion. So essentially what which which you see in New York's, quote, revival, is that rather than dealing with the social issue of poverty, and suppressed wages and welfare class, which was another program that goes back to the, to Johnson. They just celebrate their success of getting down crime because they were literally wiping out an entire segment of the population through abortion. This is how sick these people are. It really is. Roe versus Wade is not going to end. I mean, be very clear about this. Roe versus Wade in the Supreme Court decision will not end Roe versus Wade. What it will end is the guarantee at a national level that abortion is legalized in every state. There are 12 states right now that have laws in place that if the Supreme Court rules to strike down Roe versus Wade, overnight these laws will trigger immediately and abortion will be illegal. Texas, Alabama, I believe, are two of those states, 12 states, as it should be. There's going to be a massive turf war on this one because the liberals are going to flock to everywhere they can to try to force mandate abortion. California, likely Oregon, because we've got a bunch of crazies in Portland. And ultimately, I think this is going to fall down to a county-by-county fight. We're going to have to get into our counties, and we're going to have to start making it illegal at a county level. But this is what we have to fight for. This is not, this is not something that it's, there's, a, there's no one in between here. And the problem you're going to hear, and you're going to hear this a lot, well, what about if I get raped? What about if I have a, if I have a, a deformed child? You're going to hear it a lot. And they're try, going to try to spin the, the minimal cases to make them exceptional rules. Because once they get that door open, that's the problem is there's no in-between here. There's no reasonableness. The left is all about all their way or no way. So in this particular case, there's no middle ground. It's a fight. And I, and I will tell you, I've, I have never been as opinionated on this t- subject until the last few years. And the main core of my opinionation it comes from not only the destruction of life, but the couple other factors, which is this almost seething joy that the left gets out of destroying life, which just disgusts me. And then the other part that as you get into the actual practice of what's going on, it is truly a sacrifice to Baal or Moloch. And this is the dark part of this. They've just industrialized it and they've socialized it. So they've created industrial factories to sacrifice children to Baal. And the worst part about it is, it's all being done by free will. This is the same thing as Moses faced with the golden calf. Something I think people need to reread. If you get a chance, go back and reread that when he came down from Mount Sinai. 
and understand what he's saying when they said that they were they had reconstructed the golden calf. They were sacrificing children to the old gods once again. This practice is not new. It's old and it's it's corrupted beyond imagination. So we need to stay focused. I'm going to give you this reminder here. Really good piece just to remind us of what this is really about in our power. Just two things to cover your face. It's just so you can get on an airplane. It's just something you have to wear all the time. It's just one stimulus check. It's just two stimulus checks. It's just three stimulus checks. It's just an eviction moratorium. It's just another trillion dollars of your tax money. It's just unemployment benefits. It's just so you can keep staying at home. It's just one injection. It's just two injections. It's just a few bad reactions. It's just a few side effects. It's just a booster. It's just updated guidance. It's just until we get the new variant under control. It's just a little card. It's just another mandate. It's just another lockdown. It's just a face scan. It's just a curfew. It's just a safety measure. It's just a microchip. It's just so everyone can prove they've gotten it. It's just door-to-door enforcement. It's just separating those who chose not to get it. It's just removing them from society altogether. It's just a fact check. It's just to fight fake news. It's just silencing those conservatives. It's just deplatforming the president. It's just deplatforming his supporters. It's just silencing those who question the narrative. It's just giving up a few of your freedoms. It's just so you can have a bank account. It's just so you can have a job. It's just so you can enter the store. It's just so you can provide for your family. It's just so we don't take your kids away from you. It's just so we can contact trace. It's just so we can track your movements. It's just so you can exist. It's just so we can get back to normal. It's just so we can get back to normal. It's just so we can get back to normal. Just stop. The word just has become the most dangerous word in history because they just wanted to see what you would tolerate. But the word just can also end this nightmare. Because if you just open your eyes, if you just realize where this is going, if you just refuse to comply, if you just refuse to conform, if you just refuse to submit, if you just stand up for your rights, if you just organize and push back, if you just stop patronizing those who despise you, if you just demand to be free, if you just realize your own power, if you just realize we have strength in numbers, if you just realize that we are the majority, their power will just disappear. Just disappear. Just like that. And you've heard me say that many times in different forms. When you stop playing their game, the game ends. And right now they're getting people in this circle logic and the left are the easiest. And early more, it's just, it's the left is a hard, it's kind of a wrong category because it really what is this? It, it's the NPCs. It's all these people that are just accepting the narrative. Those in the matrix, those accepting the narrative, those that have given up the freedom to, of choice to think, they are just in this washing machine cycle. It's like spin, rinse, spin, rinse, spin, rinse. It has to end. And it's going to end when the majority, which is us, starts to put our foot down. We're in a very difficult time. It's going to challenge a lot of things, but that's necessary. You can't expect that the cancer is going to be removed like this easily. And Roe versus Wade is at the core of their power. This is where everything hubs out of, and you're going to see how much it hubs out of it. Child sex trafficking is part of their thing, but Roe versus Wade is the engine of their sacrifice. And it is a sacrificial process all the way through. So we have to focus. Lots of prayers. Lots of prayers for the Supreme Court. Lots of thanks 
to God for guiding this. And be prepared for a lot of local fights because these people are going to bring it home and it's not going to be, it's not a place that they can win. The majority has to speak a strong voice now, more than ever. And the whole center point of this is the protection of the children. And this is men and women speaking together. This isn't just a woman's issue. And like I've said all along, for those that I'm just going to end it tonight, today with this is simple. For the argument that says, women, it's your body, your choice, number one. You didn't say anything when they were having you take a damn shot. And the clot shot that's killing people, you made the wrong choice if you took the shot. Number two, and the most important piece, your body, your choice. For women, keep your legs shut. For men, keep it in the pants. Simple. Blunt, but true. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. God is with us on this. He's never going to forsake us, and this fight needs a lot of prayers, so keep your prayers up and focus for the children. And in the end, God will win this, but we have a very important role here in this time, in this place, fearlessly, for just such a time as this. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. By the way, forgot to mention this. I'm on Baker's Green Acres show at 5 p.m. this afternoon, Pacific, 8 p.m. this evening. Baker's Green Acres. I'll put it up in Telegram and I'll put it up on Gab. All right, Patriots. See, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. 
We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light it can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 